ready for a change in your life? Then welcome to Unfuck Your Life with trailblazing, sassy, and crazy redhead, Lisa Grundon. She cusses. She says the truth. She won't blow hot air up your skirts, ladies. Be ready to create a kick-ass life. And now, here is Unfuck Your Life with your hostess, Lisa Grundon. Hello, Sassy Dames. Welcome to the Unfuck Your Life podcast. Make your life great again. I'm your host, Lisa Grundon. And today we're going to talk about how to stop being so guarded and cynical around men. We could say men, we could say the opposite sex, whoever or the current sex, you know, whatever your whatever your uh, sexual orientation is, is how do you stop being so guarded and so cynical, especially, you know, if you want a relationship, if a lot of the relationships that you've ever been in have been pretty fucked up or haven't been loving, they haven't been what you wanted. Maybe they were indulged in addiction, maybe you were indulged in addiction, or, you know, you had some self-sabotaging behaviors, you had some beliefs, some strong, rigid beliefs. And because of these, it had to stop being so guarded and so cynical. I was working with a client um, the other day, and she started out with this, is that she was doing online dating. And basically, she'd come to the conclusion that all men on online dating were trolls. They were all liars. They didn't show their own pictures. They didn't tell the truth or nothing, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I let her go on for a couple of minutes, and then I said, you know what? I just got to tell you that everything out of your mouth is bullshit, you're just telling a story because she thought, okay, maybe if she met men in person or maybe if she met them at the church, the things would be different. Well, I got to tell you a story about um, <clears throat> somebody that I once knew in a church. He was the, this is many, many, many years ago, and he was the keyboard player um, in this church, and everybody just loved this guy. Everybody just loved him. And every time I saw him, um, I just felt these hackles and I just, I heard the word pedophile is what I heard and I couldn't stand him. And I was like in a class all by myself cause everyone else just loved this guy. And, um, so I even doubted, I said to, I said to a coach of mine at the time, I'm like, you know, maybe I'm just seeing something wrong. And she said, no, Lisa, trust your instincts. It doesn't mean that you have to act out on him. You don't have to talk shit about him. You don't need to do any of that kind of stuff. Just beware of yourself. Beware of your own self. And so that's what it comes to with all of these people that we're dating. Because, you know, the truth of the matter is, is, you know, there are people out there who are lying. There, You know, everything that she said was absolutely true. However, that's like one-tenth of one percent of everybody out there. It's not, it's not the real truth. It's just a tiny fraction of the truth that we attract, and so it feels real. And so the story of this uh, guy, um, this one guy, you know, I remember seeing him uh, downtown one day with all these kids and their parents around him. He was singing and I was just like, ah, you know, and I just couldn't believe this. And so I just keep it to myself. And uh, so fast forward about five years, I was having a conversation with somebody and somehow this came up. And would you believe that that guy (laughs) for a church recording um, out there, jumped in front of, uh, they was doing a bunch of kitty songs, and then he jumped in front of the camera completely naked. And this is in front of a video that lots of kids are seeing in church. 
So, you know, people exist in real life, online. People are people. So how do you stop being so cynical and yet take care of yourself? You know, you set your boundaries. Is that you need to make a decision. You need to make a decision. And there's a lot of letting go. There's a lot of work that's done here. Uh, Once upon a time, I read a a comment from Ted Danson. He said he thought everybody should be in some kind of 12-step program anywhere. And, you know, once upon a time, I was in a 12-step program. And sometimes I still go. I was in a 12-step program for um, overeating, breaking through on that. So how do you set boundaries? might be a better question than how to stop being so guarded and cynical around men. Because definitely, you want, to, you want to have your radar up. However, you don't want your radar looking for the fuckwits, for the fuck-ups, for the assholes, for the alcoholics, for the addictive, for the bullies, for the narcissists. And so you have your radar up with the qualities that you are looking for. Know what you want. Okay? Know what you want. Way back in college, when we were graduating from college, I remember a professor uh, talking to us and saying, you know, what are you going to do with this college degree? What are you going to do? How is your life going to be different? What are you going to do differently? Are you going to go back and move in with your folks? Are you going to go... And do something. She didn't say conquer the world. That's what, you know, we say a lots of times at a college graduation. And any and all of that is true. Decide what you want. What kind of relationship do you want? Do you want a fuck buddy? That's perfectly acceptable. If that's what you want, absolutely. What kind of characteristics do you want them to have? Do you want a casual relationship? Do you want to date a whole bunch of different kind of people? Write it down. Write down these characteristics. So just grab a piece of paper, mark a couple little lines down the middle, and list qualities. And I want you to have list the good qualities. And that's not always easy to do. So start with the things that you don't want. And then for every line of something that you don't want, write what you do want instead. So if you don't want to fuck with, then you want a nice guy who can carry on a conversation. If you don't want an asshole, you want a person who likes other people and talks nicely about other people. If you don't want an alcoholic, you want somebody who drinks responsibly or maybe they don't drink at all. Maybe they have different habits. Do you see how this goes? So you decide what are the characteristics that you are interested in. And as much as I'd like to say, hey, list only the positive, I know it just doesn't work that way. Most of us know more of what we don't want than what we do want. And so force yourself for every line of what you don't want, write what you do want. And before you know it, the list of do wants is going to become bigger. Is there a certain amount of money that you want them to make? And then, and then, once you do that, I want you to write the characteristics that you need to have in this great relationship. This is the accountability factor. This is not a shame and not a blame. So don't even go there. It's not a shame, not a blame. It's what do you need to be? Who do you need to be? Do you have some fuckwit tendencies? Be honest about it. Okay, write them down. What would you like to do differently instead? Because life is always about creating. So I talked in an episode a while ago about the stop formula where you sever the ties, you tell a different story, you talk to yourself differently, you open your heart, and you plant the new seed. That's what you're doing here. 
when there's some things that you want. Like if you don't like the shape of your body, okay? So first make peace with your body and you can do some stuff about it. You're drinking more water, you're changing up what you eat, you're moving your body and you're talking to your body differently because there's two sides to the equation here. Two sides to the equation. So first, shut down the fucking faucet that's drawing the fuckwit assholes in the first place. There really aren't that many of them out there. It just seems like it because it's talked about so much. In the movie Bridget Jones's Diary, which I just love, she was talking about how all her friends were with her to find the boyfriend. She found the boyfriend, and then all of her friends were, you know, pointing out all the faults of the boyfriend and trying to get rid of him, focused on the negative, instead of seeing the traits that this guy really did have. It's what we give our attention to, because all of us have a darkness inside of us. We all do. We're not just light. We would just be one-dimensional and boring as fucking hell. And the darkness lies our power is embracing that, going into that, that releases the light. When we stop making the darkness wrong and bad, it releases the light. So instead of noticing how this one person doesn't listen to every single word you say, notice, what does that person do right? Do they open the door for you? Do they pay attention to you when you're out on a date? Do they do things for you that maybe you take for granted? It's shifting your attention. None of us is fucking perfect, and it's not what it's about. It's appreciating. It's deciding what you will take and what you won't. And what things are more important so I tell you a story about my guy. Um, I was lucky enough to uh, meet my guy, the man that I'm married to. I met him just over eight years ago. And uh, we were together for a month, and then he went to Afghanistan. He's an engineer, and so he's building helicopter landing pads for the Marines out there. And when we were together, when he would shave, his hairs would be in the sink. And as much as he would think that he washed them down, his hairs would be in the sink. And I remember the first time I saw those hairs in the sink, and I'm like, what the fuck? You can't rinse this shit down. You know, I rinse it down when I brush my teeth and all that kind of stuff. You can't rinse this down. And then, without skipping a beat, because I only got to see him every three months for two weeks um, after he went to Afghanistan, and I realized that those hairs in the sink meant that my guy was there. And he was with me. Do you see the, the shift in the story? Is that a lot of us think sometimes that this is just unacceptable behavior. Leaving your hairs in the sink is unacceptable behavior. What's the rest of the story? So as you're listing your do's and your don'ts, your, your like-to-haves, your must-haves, take, a, take a, a good hard look and look for both sides of the coin. What does it mean? And to this day, he doesn't really leave hairs in the sink anymore. It's been eight years now. However, when I see them, I remember the time when I was so grateful to see hairs in the sink because it meant my guy was there. He wasn't half a world away in a war zone. He's with me. So how to stop being so guarded and so cynical? You know the secrets. Make your list. Of him, of her, of you. What you want, what's okay, what's just a deal breaker.
because you're worth it. And remember, boundaries are a good thing. Being so guarded and so cynical that you can't let in the person that you really want to let in, that's different. Maybe he's not going to look the way that you thought that he might look, or, you know, his hair is balding, he might have a paunch, he might be skinny. There's a lot of different things. Be open. Have your list. And be willing to allow your list to continue to morph. So you are fabulous. And surrender the process. I tried finding that guy, my guy, for 17 fucking years. I did serial dating. I did all other kinds of stuff. I even one time, one time, I inadvertently dated next-door neighbors. That didn't go very well. <laughs> That's another story. And then one time, I showed up for a date, and somebody totally different, unexpected, showed up. And I was like, oh, my God. Did I make two dates? What the heck happened here? And no, I had just, I was doing so much serial dating at the time that, I just uh, forgot who I actually made a date with. I mean, psh, play with it. Have fun with it. There's a famous uh, songwriter one time, uh, Carla, Carla, uh, what is her name? Anyway, she said that a lot of the bad dating relationships led to really great songs. So always look for the light in whatever happens. So until next time. I'm Lisa. Let me know what your questions are. Let me know if you like this podcast. I'd, I'd really appreciate hearing from you. Thanks to all of you who send your questions in, asking for more information. And if you check out thewallwithlisa.com, that's thewallwithlisa.com. I got a free gift out there on unfucking your emotional eating. So until next time, take care, unfuck your life, and make your life great again. Bye-bye. <laughs> Feel that confidence? Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to lisagrunden.com. L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N.com.